So this was a very interesting game to me because I figured Georgia would win, but as I said in my preview, I thought LSU really had a chance. And I thought they really wanted to really come back and make amends for the way they ended the season with some bad losses. Uh, after they looked like they could be in the playoffs, you know, they start off the year shaky. The next thing you know, we're talking about them in the playoffs in the first year of Brian Kelly after they fell on some hard times with Ed Orgeron. So that was, you know, almost shocking. And then all of a sudden they're out again and actually not looking pretty. I mean, not looking good the way they went out. And so in this game, I didn't know what to think. I, I thought, you know, Georgia's the best team right now. There's no doubt. And But they want the first number one seed, yeah. But they're in the playoffs no matter what, whether they lose this game or not. I, I thought it might affect them to a degree, just to a small degree. And I think it did. I, I think it's what I saw because I swear to God, they looked, they looked sort of flat early on. Their defense, and I mean, the other thing is Kirby Smart said it, and I believe him to be correct. They have been up and down all year. For a team that's undefeated, if you look behind the, the underneath more, if you really watched all those games, I didn't, but I, I did go back and see a lot of what I could see, read, interview, I, stuff but Kirby Smart said, watch highlights, diff, different things. From the take that I got from all of that is this team was much more up and down than people realize. And, you know, there's parts of the team that aren't quite as good as what people think. I mean, number one, I'm still not, I know the defense is a ton of talent, really good schemes. Mix it up, press, high pressure. They've lost a lot of guys to the NFL last year. They still have a lot of talent, and they still have depth. And then they play a lot of guys. I love that Kirby's smart. He does that more than Saban even. He plays a lot of guys. That's starting to become a trend, which I, I thought like 10 years ago we were going to start to see that. It's going to be like one day we'll even have quarterback by committee, I believe. But that's down the road yet. But yeah, no, there's starting to be a lot of guys played. Anyway, Kirby Smart does that. It helps when you have incredible recruiting classes. He suddenly is getting the kind of recruiting Alabama's been getting. And in Ohio State, for that matter. But he's like the best one now. So he, you know, so this is all going on. So I still thought they were going to win this to a degree. But they have been up and down. He even says they've been up and down. He says it's a new team compared to last year. As they head into these playoffs... He said it doesn't matter because a lot of those guys aren't even here, though the quarterback's still there. There are some major components that are still there. The, the tight ends, some of their leaders are there. So that's important. And Kirby Smart's there and the coaching staff. So anyway, uh, so what I saw was I thought flat uh, off the bat. Jalen Daniels is excellent. LSU still has a lot of talent. Brian Kelly's a good coach. I think they got a little overrated. When they started getting hot in the middle of the year, I think it was a little too much. And at the and, and they look kind of miserable at the end of the year. I'm not even sure what that is. Even in this game, I saw them being up and down. I thought I thought they started really hot, but then they had that they couldn't get it in the end zone. You know, they were making big plays, but they you know then they did that little field goal, that goofy thing with the ball. They got partially blocked, and it was just sitting there. And the Georgia guy picked it up and ran it for a touchdown. And that seemed to suddenly they did get down the field and score a touchdown after that. But then Georgia came right back, and and a great job by Bennett. I mean. Munkin is just brilliant right now. What he's what he's doing. I've always liked Todd Munkin a lot, but the spread with the screens, the tight ends, the running backs, the different packages, the motions, the shifts, the misdirection, the play action, and it's done in more of a spread kind of way than you would think. It's definitely PS Pro. If I don't even know, I might even want to call it PS Multiple. Forget the Pro. I mean, it's very, and you know, maybe one of these days I'll do some podcasts on what the heck I'm talking about. But anyway. It's very spread out and yet very contained <laughs> and yet condensed and yet 
powerful and yet spread out. You know, it's all, you know, there's a lot of good running, a lot of good passing. Uh, Stinson Bennett isn't the greatest quarterback of all time. He is an absolute baller. But this offense, he, Munkin also sets it up around him. And he uses his talent in matchup football, which is very much pro style. So he has different elements ending. He's, he's an option guy. His brother is the option, or a cousin. His cousin is uh, Todd Munkin. Or he's Todd Munkin. I'm sorry. His cousin's Jeff Munkin. Sorry about that. And his cousin's, you know, the spread option stuff. So anyway, uh, and, and Todd Munkin, I already said it in my preview, goes back to some great. He's got, you know, Brian Kelly in his background. So how about that? <laughs> but it's not really Brian Kelly as much as it's a guy that was Brian Kelly's mentor, mentor. Beck, Tom Beck, I think his name, and that was also Munkins. And Tom Beck came from a guy named Fletcher, who was doing crazy spread style of stuff in football in college, way ahead of its time, like in the fifties. So this is all kind of trickle trickles down, I guess. So, anyways, um, so when they so once they just got on fire, and from what I was seeing, this wasn't all Georgia, and in fact. I see issues with their offensive line all the time. And I know there's a guy that I like to watch now, Zach Smith. I, I really enjoy his, his YouTube. He really studies stuff and he, and he talks from a coaching viewpoint. He was a coach uh, for many years. And, uh, and he comes from that style. So he, you get a lot of insight from that. But also he loves to break down film and he's got a lot of good insight on that. And one thing he's been yelling about is this Georgia offensive line is overrated. I don't, he kind of says it. it's not good at all. I, I don't know that I would go that far, but it definitely is overrated. I think their defensive backs, they play a lot of man-to-man or pattern match. They do a lot of pattern match, which at the end of the play, that's man-to-man as well then. You're on the man. I, I know they're very talented and they're good, but I think they're a little overrated. I think their defense is a little, I mean, their front seven's monstrous. They have the guy, in the, that big guy in the center, in the middle, who picked up Jalen Daniels during the game and it was a photo up moment um and i can't even remember it's a shame i can't remember his name offhand all of a sudden but yeah he's huge he's a monster and he's super fast and athletic and he sacked Jalen daniel and instead of just picking him up and slamming him which was cool he didn't do that he just picked him up in the air and held him there and lifted his other arm up like yeah i got him like like he's a little sack of like a potato i mean so they've got a monstrous and it's not just that they've got linebackers i'll go into that more for the champ for the playoff game preview but um I just feel like it's an up and down situation over there um, on that end. And then on offense, I think their offense is fantastic and better than that, except sometimes they have issues on the line and that guy on the right tackle lets guys in all the time. So the center too. So you know, there's issues there. So, okay. So that's all I'm going to say. But at the same time, I was really impressed by them. I was really impressed as usual. And again, by Kirby Smart's culture, they could have lost that. Another team may have lost that game. They refused to do it. They, you know, they get that kickoff and then they get a, they give up the touchdown right away again, and then they they come right back and punch LSU in the mouth, and LSU kind of wilted after that. I thought like this year I think it's been a lot more of a struggle for them than people realize. There's a lot that happened, you know. They lost a lot of players to it. Lost Kelly when he came in. A lot of players left, so okay, he had to go out and get a ton of transfers in. You're trying to piece stuff together like a fractured mess. And you're trying to stick it all together in one year and make it work. And he, and Kelly had a great year, an absolute great year. Not to even not to have a. I know they have talent, but they easily could have had a losing record or been around 500. So he had a really good year. Congrats to him. But I think it's been a struggle more than you think. And I felt like in that first half, once Georgia punched them back, 
it was like all the air went out and Georgia just went nuts. I mean, and it was just, again, great scheme, great play calling, uh, great quarterback and great execution by everybody. I think even the line was playing well at that point. Everything was going perfect. Um, and then they let down again. So I think Georgia was a little flat to start and they came out the second half flat. And LSU went right down, got a touchdown. They went right down again. They stopped them and they went down again. And then it was a, four, it was a bad call. Some of the calls, it was a fourth and goal. And, um, or one of the calls I just was very, not, didn't like at all. And I think it was an interception or something. So anyways, then Neusmeyer, and then also Neusmeyer, uh, the, the very talented high recruit, came in for Jalen Daniels, who was hurt in the second half. And he was great. He had a really good arm. He was throwing the ball all over the place, hitting guys. Again, I think a letdown by Georgia, but they couldn't finish the drive. That's what happened to Ohio State against Michigan. Couldn't finish the drives. So then Georgia just went back to that big... They had already spread it out so much. Now that just kind of opened up the big power run game. They started doing all that. Um, and, and there was some, like, a lot of grief going on in the LSU sideline I thought I was noticing. Um, and uh, I thought even Georgia started to let down again later. It was like an up-and-down game. Um, of course, they had a big lead, so at that point. Um, but that offense is so good. Um, the defense, I have some questions, but at the same time, it's just, you know, I think it's an inexperienced level going on there. I know they played all year, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on exactly, but I, I, I believe Kirby Smart. I don't think it's coach speak. I believe him when he says we've been up and down all year, but they're undefeated. A lot of talent, really good schemes, great schemes. The players play great culture. So <laughs> anyways, um, I almost think it's like a better version of Michigan with the power, but more spread than you think they have, and that strong defense and a lot of man-to-man and pattern matching too. It reminds me of it's almost like a better version of Michigan, I think. Anyways, and then as far as LSU, yeah, I don't know what to think. We'll see what happens. This was a good year, but he knows how to coach Brian Kelly, obviously. I just wonder, like, I, I don't know. I'm, we'll see. I, I'm definitely going to be have my eye on them. Is he really going to make this in? Like, is he going to have? Is this? good year that he had for his first year and the mess he inherited is it though he inherited a lot of talent still is it going to be a program builder you know and how are they going to do in their bowl game i'm wondering that might say something leading in the next year uh, my my chance my guess is it's going to work out because he's proven it before at notre dame but lsu is different than notre dame the sec is different than being an independent and i'm not saying in how it's different it's just different and there's a lot to it the jury's still out on Brian Kelly is what I'm saying on that. The jury's definitely not out on Kirby Smart. You better hope, I mean, anybody in the playoffs, better hope that they continue to have these up and downs and that the line, offensive line doesn't come together better and that the defenses have some breakdowns because if that doesn't happen, no one's beating this team, period. But I don't know. They, if they continue to do what they've done all year and go up and down a lot, they're, they're beatable. But it's going to take a well of an effort. Even being beatable... <laughs> I, look what I'm saying. They were beatable, and the, the game was a blowout to LSU. So, 